podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Walsh. What are we doing here, dude? We suck. No, we're good. <laughs> we're fine. Everything's first, fine. First dog week's with, down. Dog with burning house around us. We're fine. It's fine. It, it is fine. You know, it is fine. It's not FPL. We're fucking having lols. We're having fun. It is actually fine. And the tournament's yeah. been amazing, but we're back. Yeah. Yeah, the games have been very enjoyable. Pretty much all of the game. Very few games I've been like, well, that was fucking. Did I just watch West Brom Everton? I don't know. Yeah, I, but Croatia and um, Nigeria sticks out to me. That was yeah, really, that was, really fucking boring. I agree, that was terrible. But not that many others. There was at and least they, like some drama or scenes, even in a slower game. You know. Yeah, I mean, I missed the France game. It was like 3 a.m. local, but I understand that wasn't uh, the best spectacle. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the games have been fun. I think it's been pretty relatively competitive. It's pretty interesting to see all of these good top, quote-unquote, sides dropping points and generally yeah. looking pretty shit-ass. But Only European like team with a loss, Germany. <laughs> Yeah, that was also just a fucking insane game, Mexico, dude. Mexico are just best performance by Mexico I've ever seen in my entire life. I actually. think I think that was my favorite game of the tournament. You think so? I'm trying to scan quick. I mean, obviously, Spain Portugal was a fucking jizz fest. You know, like three three Ronaldo fest. Like hard to beat that, but I don't know. Just the. I I found myself in during Germany Mexico like standing up and just being like Mexico are playing so well like I was actually saying that out loud I was upstate Father's Day with my parents and I was just kept being like Are you watching this Mexico is fucking playing so well I was just like blown away It's so exciting Yeah Yeah No I mean it was cool It's It's gonna be interesting They maybe won't get knocked out in the round of sixteen like every year if they manage to top the group which. I mean, they're just in the absolute driver's seat looking at how they were. I mean, Sweden yeah. are fucking a joke. And then South Korea are even worse. So nine points is very realistic for Mexico. I would be surprised if they, I mean, maybe like seven is maybe yeah, I also mean, seven realistic. Seven is still group winning. So yeah, it should be. That's great. But yeah, the game for me, honestly, now I'm really pleased. Peru, Denmark was like, got me really emotional. I was very upset, but it was it, good. Yeah, I haven't felt those upset kind of feelings in a long time from watching sport just because Peru had everything going for them the whole game. I really like, you know, enjoy the story of Peru and they looked good and Denmark were just, oh my God, it was just so annoying to watch Denmark, Denmark play. Is so slow. Yeah, just so pessimistic. And yeah. it's just when the game could have, the game was great, but. Watching Peru miss everything in the world was just so heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. And obviously, for people who don't know, we're on Cueva. So, oh my God. Drawing yeah. the pen but, and then sending the pen to actually outer space is not yeah. ideal for us. 
See, that's like that, that's the thing about me that's, that's so sick as an individual that I my favorite game was the game that actually brought me like the most pain <laughs> and anguish. <laughs> it's like the game that made me so angry and upset and sad and just like, like pure that despair. was the standout best that game. That was the standout time. game for me. But those are the I don't know, those are the feels I feel. I mean the dark you know. We're in just, it for the peaks and the valleys. We're not in it for the fucking Croatian Nigeria, which is just static hell. You know, as long as there's scenes and emotions, um, sign me up. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, let's get into it from a fantasy perspective. I mean, obviously, we're we we are rolling captain over to Lewandowski. (laughs) Yeah, we're set. We're set at forty six points. Yeah. Real bad. I mean, my ass is clenched so tight I couldn't even stick a pinky up there right now. It's just (laughs) risky business. I did not think we would need to roll all the way to Lua. Yeah, not final day, but you know. We we thought long and hard about sticking on Coutinho. We did. That would have been fine. I think no matter how you cut it, that would have been fine, and that was mm-hmm. safe. But we were doing so fucking poorly that we just wanted to have fun and just roll to Hazard, roll to Lewandowski. There's a reason we're paying like twenty million for those two guys, you know. And you know, Hazard could have easily triple returned today, but he didn't do. So. Yeah, a double return would have been nice. But, you know, Lewandowski, Phil, seven. That's the thing that I keep, I mean, you know, we're just having fun with the game, obviously. But when you get a player in, like, the seven to eight point range for captain, like, you know, you're, it's going to be difficult to do, like, that much better because, you know, triple returns are very rare. But, you know, it's not that fun. And if your guy does blank, what do you, you lose, like, three points? It's also not a big deal, like, three or four points. So... Fun to just roll on your big guys. It gives you a lot more. If your guy blanks, you lose ten points. What? Well, because you go from fourteen from Phil to four from Lewandowski if he blanks. You know? Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no, but you still have the seven. So the difference is the the difference yeah. of the single point. So you don't really lose. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. four plus seven versus fourteen plus two. It still feels bad. Why are we talking? We don't talk a bit about math, dude. I don't know about this math. Maths. No, it feels bad. But the thing that really, I think, in in hindsight, now that we're looking at it, I mean, we do have a, a, a decent amount of penalty takers. I mean, we've got like three or four, but we just happen to get one that actually missed one, and then the other ones didn't draw one, but. The defenses we spent all our fucking money on, and we only got a clean sheet out of Uruguay. Like we had coverage with Brazil, Germany, Argentina, and Spain, and you know, and Uruguay. Basically, we got one clean. So yeah, that's the real nightmare of our team because that's how we built our team. Yeah, that's how we built our team. So if we're not hitting really minimum three or five clean sheets from our defenders, we're not going to be doing well. And I still think we we should. I mean, Brazil. Uh, Germany, yeah, uh, maybe we won't. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, Brazil, I think, pretty much dominated and just took their foot off the gas and let up a, I don't know, basically unmarked goal on a corner. Like that shouldn't happen. And Germany, Mexico was incredible, but I don't think Sweden or South Korea will be able to do that. So we should be getting Kimmich cleans. Should be. I don't know. <laughs> Spain's yeah. not going to let up three goals all the time. There's not going to be a pen, a worldy free kick, and a De Gea howler. Shouldn't be. I don't know. Like, what's going on? But, yeah, but here yeah. we are. We're not good enough yeah. to get, like, 
Grankfist and Jimenez. We just no, have like our normal guys. Yeah, our normal bad guys instead of the actual good guys. No big deal. But the Argentina performance really scared me, especially defensively. I thought they were absolutely terrible defensively. Caballero. Um, it's like, what the fuck? How is he their best goalie in their fucking country that all they do is play football? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, usually it's Romero, but... He it's like, not like he's incredible either. No, I mean, he, obviously, he like backed out. Like there's some weird shit with him where he was like, they actually think he is fit, and he decided not that not to come. Or there's something weird a, going on there. He pulled a Kalinic. Yeah, basically. Anyway, Argentina defense definitely scared me. Of the top teams, though, none of the other defenses really. I was like, oh my god, that's a shocking performance. Like you know, Spain let the three up, but. You had the insane howler by De Gea, which was uncharacteristic. PK with the pen, which was just like stupid. Or the foul outside that was fucking dumb. And the pen from Nacho was fucking stupid. Or They did these little dumb fucking things. And I mean, they Portugal should created almost nothing from open play. They had yes, like 0.5 XG. Like that's, that's as bad as the really, really bad teams did. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. that's one of the lowest of the first week of matches. Yeah, and so, I mean, Spain should settle down. They'll but, be fine. Yeah. Spain Spain looked incredibly impressive for spells of that game. They had, like, some moments where they kind of slowed down a little bit, but yeah. it looked good, dude. Spain looked really good. I, I mean, Spain, yeah, Spain's good. Yeah, I'm happy about and Spain. So, I mean, Spain, that's the thing, right? People are starting to wild card and things like that. So from fantasy perspective, like, you got to – Definitely got to go triple Spain if you can because they've got Iran and Morocco to go, and those should just be one. That should just be one way traffic. So I like that. If you're trying to, you know, exploit yeah, FPL Chelsea who's, on Twitter said, "Is Spain the only team who looked good enough to transfer in from Costa for Mbappe?" Maybe. Yeah, I mean Costa at nine is incredible value, and he yeah, looked, I mean, he looked so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, if you don't use your transfer, you lose it. You can't save, I think, the way the rules are. So yeah, if there's a straight swap in the same price bracket or something that you can afford, then Spain seems like it's a good place to look, looking at the fixtures. But it's still a tough thing, like Mbappe or other France assets. They played Australia, which is the easiest game in the group, but... They're still really good, and you know it's two games. I mean, you got to take it. <laughs> you didn't where you watch can, that but... game, dude. <laughs> no, I didn't watch the game. They like were I said that, but a confused, shitty Deschamps mess, dude. They created nothing all game. Created nothing. And then Paul put in a worldy pass. That's the pen, and the second goal was it was actually sick, like build up and stuff. But it was just a lucky deflection own goal, like. Yeah, they were fucking bad, dude. Like, they were really bad. Like, I was just saying, Portugal is 0.5 XG, one of the lowest. France is 0.6, and they played Australia. Yeah, okay, so then that seems yeah. <laughs> sounds better now than it did to me yeah. a minute ago. But yeah. you got to find somewhere to spend the transfer, I don't know. So yeah. that could be good. But, I mean, I think also, like, Uruguay, they didn't look good to me at all in the first game, but they play fucking... Saudi Arabia this round, who we know what they are, and then Russia in the round three probably will be playing for the group in that game, so they probably will play first team. But I think Uruguay would also be a team I'd like to. Yeah, I mean, for me, nothing has really changed with my pre-tournament evaluation of Uruguay. I think they're gonna just coast and dominate the group. Like the first game was a 
a lot harder than it probably should have been. I mean, Suarez had an insane shocker, like one of the worst games I've ever seen him play. Um, if he just scores that sitter or various yeah, other sitters. really good chances, like yeah. that's probably a blowout. Um, yeah, but they just didn't look good to me. Yeah, Overall, just the midfield was so bad. They could not get a foothold in mid- midfield at all. They just weren't passing well. And, I mean, Egypt's... Without Salah, they have nothing. They have nothing going whatsoever. Yeah, and I thought they were good enough, though. With like Cavani was really good creating chances and good shots and stuff. I, like for me, they created enough, and they weren't really ever threatened at the back either, despite not having a great midfield performance. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, I'm not thinking they're going to lose a game in group, but yeah. I'm just maybe I'm thinking more for like out, after group. Knockouts. But I I yeah. don't know if they have what enough to make a run, but they could play better in the next couple of games and figure it out now that they got the first game jitters. That's the other thing. Like first game's tough to evaluate because a lot of teams just fucking bug out and then yeah, they settle I mean, down a little bit. So Saudi Arabia is a perfect example. I mean like I have no idea how good or bad they are. They're they're obviously not good. But can they really be like that bad again? Like I feel like they just shit themselves. Like they went down, they're against home Russia, the crowd is up their ass. And they just lost it. Like, they, they just, like, completely lost their heads. Like, they'll probably just park and try and not get embarrassed against Uruguay and be, like, not the worst thing in the world. But I guess, you know, you, we won't know until it happens. Yep. So um, do you want to just, like, run through some questions? Because, I mean, we could go on little rambles and tangents about specific teams, but I don't know if that's, like, constructive. Yeah, it's weird because we're potting Monday night. And Eastern time. We haven't, and yeah, the, we haven't seen the last games. We haven't seen two matches, right? What is it? Poland, mm-hmm. Senegal, Colombia, Japan? Yep. And then at 2 p.m. Eastern, match day two starts. So that's when the deadline is for to get your, your Russian players in your lineup um, and your Egyptian players in your lineup for match day two. And make your transfer by then. That's the deadline. So it's all a fuck. There's going to be like 12 hours to listen to this if you want our advice. So, yeah, let's just run through some questions, I guess, and just kind of take it from there. So Aaron on Slack said, I suspect a lot of people will be chasing yesterday's points in their transfers, but which players can't we ignore? I mean, like, yeah. You You can ignore everyone. I mean, you know, you could, there's no player in the game that I'm like, wow, you're going to, be in really bad shape if you don't have them. Yeah. It's not like but, FPL where there's like only three good forwards or something. There's a million. Yeah. And again, I, it, it's so different when you can rotate captaincy. Like you're not going to get punished. Even if someone owns, even if someone's owned by like 30% of the people, like, the chances that they hit captaincy or something and you don't is not the same as FPL. So. Short answer is there's no one, but I mean there are definitely players and teams who I would like to have attackers from or defensive coverage just because I think they're good. Yeah, I would I would include Belgium in that. I mean, like yeah, we have Hazard mainly because we just didn't weren't in the mood to have Rom because we're just like bitter fucks or whatever. But Rom is an incredibly good pick. Hazard's a good pick. Mertens is a good pick and they're probably just going to fuck, you know, Panama up or Tunisia. Sorry, Tunisia up. Score a lot of goals. They score a lot of goals. That's what they do. Um, You already mentioned Spain. 
Yeah, and I mean, I think Brazil too. They're gonna fig- they're gonna click. They had like a really weird game. I thought that it was, it was a very really very yeah, it was very tough to read. It's like they had a lot. They showed a lot, and they just couldn't like they would just fall apart in a specific moment in a buildup, or they would someone would make the wrong decision, or just something weird. And I mean, I think Neymar was really bad. Honestly, he was like, bad. Well, he he was just falling all over the place and complaining a lot, but he wasn't fit. Yeah, not fit. He he wasn't really doing. He much, just wasn't but, Neymar. Like they I mean, they continuously built like built up through him and were just giving him the ball, letting him take every free, letting him do everything, and he just like wasn't on it. They needed to they needed to expand more and play like they played in the first twenty minutes, but they weren't doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I thought William was bad. I thought Paulinho was bad. It seemed like they were not just not playing an optimal formation, but Switzerland, they remind they're just like fucking Denmark. Like they have a bunch of really shitty players. They just kick and foul every as much as possible. But they're and a then, legit defense. Like we talked about them in the preseason. Like everyone's making it out like this one one is like the biggest upset ever. Oh, Brazil one one. Like Swiss Switzerland are good. Like. They had a good Euros. They're a good last World Cup. They have like decent defensive midfielders, good center backs, good full backs, good goalie, and they are organized. You know, so they're gonna I, yeah. frustrate a lot of teams. It's not just yeah, Brazil. no, I, I agree. I, I, they're like a good version of what of Denmark or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how to say it, but I mean, they reminded that game reminded me of when it's like United at Chelsea. And Chelsea are trying to play, and and that's like Brazil and United are like fucking Swiss, and they're just fouling and doing annoying shit, and then they get a one-one result. Like, right? It's not like I just hate that. Like, I absolutely no. Hate that. I mean, and, yeah, it was, and I don't it was blame them because they don't have the personnel to do anything remotely else because they have no attackers on the team besides Shakiri. But I don't know. Anyway, I think Brazil are going to be fine. Is really I think what they're I'm totally getting at. fine. I, I think they're going to come out of it. I was, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they get Costa Rica next too, so that's just that's a worse version of Switzerland. They're going to try to do the exact same thing, but they just have worse players. So maybe the Brazil will click a little bit and they'll score a few. But yeah, it's Brazil hard, to, it's hard for me to imagine a world where Costa Rica really gets any sort of threat together against Brazil because they're just like five at the back, super defensive, same as last World Cup, and then just counter with like two or three not good players. <laughs> And maybe yeah. Brazil Ruiz, and it's just like yeah. Brazil should just be able to clean that up like with absolute ease and just. Well, the only, Switzerland didn't do anything either, and they fucking got a result. So yeah, that's yeah. the thing is like Brazil have that in them where they're just like dominating and bossing the game forever, and like no one's coming close. And then of course some set piece like they fall asleep and they don't fucking give a shit because they're like we're Brazil, you know, three yards out from goal. Yeah, yeah. I, think that, I mean that. Though. Yeah, no, they'll be fine. But uh, yeah, I don't know what. What was the question? No, I mean it was just like players. Yeah, must must have kind of guy like chasing yesterday's points, but who's actually worth it? Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, like Costa. I think. I mean, if yeah, I Costa, think Costa's worth it. Yeah, Costa's nine. He, he's got the tough fixture group out of the way. I mean, he would definitely be in there. I still think a Uruguay striker, and then the third one. Yeah, probably Belgium. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think Rom is very real. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, gonna be it's gonna be tough in that third game for Belgium though when they go up against Harry Maguire. Yeah, I mean, elite <laughs> defense, elite defender. Oh my god! 
Absolute bad. elite defender. That's I'm trying to think tough. of who else was like real. I mean, there's so many guys that I feel like we talked about in the preseason pod. I'm trying to think of an example, like Erickson or something. Where it's like, yeah, of course he's involved in the only goal that Denmark scores. That was already written to the stars, but he's still not worth nine. <laughs> like Denmark no, was still I, fucking they shit. Were fucking you know? Horrible. And there, there were so many guys who were that exact same role on their respective team who returned, but are like still aren't really worth it to me. I don't know. I mean, like yeah. even Ronaldo, I, I don't think I would go to Ronaldo. No, no, it's still the same things. I mean, he obviously he's fucking one of the best players, if not the best player in the world, striker, whatever. But like you said, I mean, they they didn't do anything in open play. Granted, they do have the easy teams coming up, but he's still fucking 12. That's so expensive. I'd rather have dog at nine, cost at nine, and, and put the three elsewhere. Like we yeah, still or only have Rom at ten. I'd rather. Have yeah, that. we only have a hundred million budget. I mean, the sacrifices around the fringes are real difficult to make up. So. I still don't think that the 12 million slots are, are looking like there's real good value there. Obviously, it's difficult to say that with a straight face after Ron just fucking banks 16 hat in. Like yeah, an everyone who maniac. has Ron is like, yeah, duh, like Ron, like, give me a fucking yeah. break. But, you know, I don't know. What do you think about, I mean, the, I'm kind of just tangent, tangenting, but what do you think about Germany and what do you think about their fantasy prospects? Well, I was really happy with Kimmich because he was the only player I was consistently happy with in general from them. He was but, great. He was absolutely great. Yeah, he misplaced a few passes. I was like a little bit, what are you doing? And the the main difference is, I mean, which is why I'm like, obviously we didn't get Mounier's five points and we had Kimmich's fucking two, but like Mounier was not really involved or getting forward at all. And Kimmich was basically playing as like a fucking winger. So. And the quality of, uh, you know, obviously misplaced some passes. He created five chances. Like that's, yeah, he, that's yeah. crazy high for a fucking yeah. right back. I mean, he had a lot of really good like crosses and side yeah. passes that led to shots. So he's just good. But um, what about like I mean, I, Werner Ozil, and Müller and? Otsil's still my favorite pick. I thought for sure he was not going to play that first game. I had no idea he was going to be fit enough yeah. to fit to start. I thought Otsil was fine. I know on Slack he was getting a lot of stick. A lot of people were not happy with his performance. Everyone I thought he was him, fine. But he was Everyone fine. Just, I fucking love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Cruz at nine is ridiculous, even though he did seem to shoot 5,000 times in that game. Draxler, I thought was disgusting. He probably shouldn't, shouldn't, hopefully shouldn't start the next game. Mueller was invisible. Cruz, I don't know if he Cruz was playing. Shot six times, three on target, and yeah, that he three was that was saved on the post. Yeah, it's crazy, or on the bar. Yeah. I mean, Royce is interesting to me because he's only eight. I yeah, feel but he's, like he's not nailed. Yeah, he's not nailed, but I feel like he should play next game. He Verno, should start over Draxler, right? Yeah, yeah. I for me, yes, one hundred percent. I don't know. What Luva's? He loves Draxler. He always plays Draxler. Yeah, Werner. I thought was a little bit. It was his first game. You know, I, I'm worried. I'm a bit. If I was a Werner owner, I'd be worried because a, a thing, a common theme that I kept noticing is Mueller and Werner, Werner, Werner making like the same run or just getting yeah. in each other's ways yeah. and like I don't know. Mueller is obviously like German legend. He's used to playing with like fucking big unit who just controls the ball and kind of 
layoffs and stuff like that and and Mueller's in all the space and he's the goal scorer and I don't know Timo just trying to run behind it seemed they seemed very like I don't know unorganized or didn't have a plan or something which is like obviously huge credit to Mexico but also like just very not Germany it was weird it was weird to watch I didn't really take that same I didn't have the same takeaway okay. I thought I thought Mexico were just Incredible. They were. I legitimately I mean, they were. thought and they Ochoa were incredible. Too, and, yeah. I mean, Germany, they still had a handful of chances. They could have had a couple goals in that game, for sure. They definitely created some stuff. Yeah. And they weren't as clinical in dominating the game. But, yeah, you know, they, I think it was more Mexico were that good than, like, wow, I'm worried about Germany. How did they not score a goal? Like, how did they lose? Yeah, I, I, I more meant, like, specifically Timo as an owner. I just think there's... A possibility of like rotation or something like that. I mean, is he gonna fucking put that tall donkey fuck Gomez at or, number or nine? put Mueller up top or something? Like, I could, I just could see a world where there's some sort of rotation because the front four just didn't click like Germany usually click. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. I, I, I don't. know. I think it's a little overreaction. Yeah. I, okay. I wouldn't like transfer Werner in. I, you could talk me into transferring him out. He's nine five. I mean, you know, if you can get cost at nine, the fixtures are are great there. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. If, yeah, if that that's that feels you, really good to me, especially going yeah. up against another just insane bus of Sweden who's gonna just. Try and do exactly what Mexico did. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just bad though. So I, th- that's the kind of game where like a four nil could be like, oh, Germany's just fine. Like yeah, they yeah, yeah. just came up against one a buzzsaw. It was just ridiculous. That yeah. game from Mexico was ridiculous. But I mean, I would probably just go like Otsel and a defender, or, or maybe if you're feeling really good, Otsel and two defenders because Sweden and Korea and attack are fucking laughable. Uh, clean that's all, should laughable. fly. Yeah, clean should come in, and then they had that Plattenhart fuck who was. Pretty anonymous, played pretty defensively at five, but I saw like Hector was like ill or something, so it's probably nothing there. Yeah, I have no idea who's going to start. I left back. Yeah. But yeah, Kim- Kimmich looked really good. I mean, he was playing out of position the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, he didn't return because we own him, but he was good. Um, but that, uh, the other thing, though, too, is like, I mean, Kimmich playing out of position, saying that from fantasy perspective is great, but the reason why they got fucking done so many times on the counter was because he was so fucking far up out of position that they had slow ass fuck like Hummels and Boateng exposed on the counter. And, they and just they're not even slow. They just can't cover that much ground, yeah. you know? Like, they, well, Boateng actually did like so well, I thought, for the position that he was put in. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, sprint backwards in a 2v1, and Boateng's the only guy back there, and he, like, actually manages to break it up. It's crazy. Yeah, but. yeah they were left to hung out to Yeah, I mean, Mexico just won the tactical battle. There's no two ways about it. Like, yeah. their manager deserves all the plaudits in the world. They exposed yeah. Kimmich. They man-marked Cruz. He wasn't really part of the build-ups and stuff. It was awesome, but... yeah. Um, let's go next. Wolfgang Jones on Slack. Do we knee-jerk ramen for Hazard? Is that a place you'd think about using your free? I mean, probably not. Like, it's just so like for like. And Hazard took so many shots today. He looked good. He could have had a couple of assists. He ended up with one. Almost scored twice, I think. So he still feels like a good pick. And I mean, he's on Ramanen, pens, which yeah, and he's on pens, tournament which means, means like you're going to get an automatic baseline of three goals. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, pens say a lot. It's it seems like every other game there is a penalty in the, so far. So I would I, I mean without seeing the rest of the team, obviously taking a hit is just complete non-starter with the way this game is. But I just I don't know. I yeah, don't, what we're do you both think? we're both not into taking hits and in, in this shit. Just what do you do? You think? Do you think Hazard to Lukaku is is advisable? I mean, if you don't have anything else, I like think Rom's a better pick. If that's what you're asking me, but like, how is that your best transfer? Yeah, it seems unlikely because Hazard's still a really good pick. He had shot four times, three key passes on pens. Like, he can't be your worst player. It just it's just yeah. impossible. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Um, what else do we have? Let's see. I'm trying to. We're already at like 30 minutes, so yeah. Should we just wrap it? Mazel. No, I mean, good. I'm scan. I'm scanning through. I mean, like. Yeah. Mazel looked really good. He was impressive to me. Mazel. Yeah. Yeah. There's a rumored. <sighs> Whoa! What was that? I just coughed. Yeah. There's a rumored Argentina like lineup leak or whatever that like. Is completely different formation. Three at the back, two up top, Messi behind the two, and Meza in central midfield. So that's well, not that's great a, for Meza. That's but. not good. What are they going to put? Um, Iguain and Kuhn up top? No, it was Pavone, which is <sighs> the weirdest thing. Okay. Well, whatever. Five five. He's in there anyway, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I think I think they're going to lose that game. I think Croatia are going to beat them. I have no idea. I was not impressed by Croatia at all. They impressed me. They just did a complete professional job. They completely dominated the game. It wasn't beautiful, but they just didn't create anything. Is what I'm worried they about. Yeah, they just didn't like need to, and they usually yeah, they don't. Didn't but they, need to. Yeah. but they still have like enough actually good players to do something from open play. Like, you know, I love Croatia. I yeah, mean, Croatia, yeah. Serbia, I mean, like all those fucking. Beautiful. All those fucking Eastern European countries that yeah, I'm always all about. <laughs> uh, Gray Wolfstein on Twitter. If you're currently sick of life, do you wildcard now or just delete the app off your phone and start prepping for FPL? Wildcard now and then delete after your wildcard team crashes and burns. Yeah, that's probably better. Because yep. wildcarding is still fun. Yep. So you can have that little bit of fun. Yeah, I like that advice. Um, FPL Tornado said, are the three free transfers between round of 16 and quarters enough or is it worth saving the wild card until then? That's interesting. I mean, that's what we're kind of doing, right? What? Using the wild card then at between 16 and 8, because you don't get a lot of transfers and you get pretty fucked. Yeah, I got really probably. fucked in that round. I think most people will use the wild card in group stages, especially yeah. between 2 and 3. Yep. Honestly, there's not that many situations where it's like a team's going to have it completely wrapped up. Like That doesn't seem like a very likely scenario with a lot of the top teams dropping points. Yeah, I think for sure. Normally, yes, the third game is is a nightmare because all the top teams are already on six points and they're done. But I agree. I I, I do think that between sixteen and eight, the teams going from sixteen to eight is is a fantastic time because if you if you have like two teams that you're like, oh, they have an easy game and they lose, you're fucked. And then you just have to keep bad players. You don't. You know. You, you just can't exploit anything. And it, but you back yourself into a corner. So I def- yeah, I definitely think using it then is the best, but you could get away with it if you pick, you know, if you really you have hit. to get kind of lucky though. 
You do. You have to really hit on like the, the favorites teams that win. need to win. If there's an upset, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. seems like the best time to use it. A lot of people were asking about wildcard, but I think I agree that's the best time to use it. Because, like, realistically, what happens if you don't wildcard is like you're still going to have a few dead players on your bench because you're going to have so many players get knocked out. The transfers that they give you in the game are not going to be enough to cover them with a full fifteen of players. No way. Yeah, and then no from and then from that round to the following, like from eight to four, you're that much more in a hole. Like you know, you have four players on this team and they lose. Plus, you already have three dead players on your team. Like, wow, I have no players. Right, and that's not great. So if you if you wild card into the eight, at least you have fifteen that are still involved, and you can work from there with the amount of transfers they give you. So yeah, yeah, I, I like, like that. that. I mean, that that's what we're we're probably gonna do. Our team's fucking. Absolutely fine. We didn't get any red cards or injuries. Everyone, except for Inui tomorrow, who's whatever, everyone's nailed and looks to be nailed. So I think we did a really good job picking our team, even though we have like no points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with most of our guys. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's some other questions. I think a lot of them are really team specific. So I think we'll just pass for now, but feel free to write in on Twitter or Slack or whatever. I'll try and get back to you before the deadline. But um, anything else you wanted to talk about? Anyone else, any other like standout players or like big disappointment players from the tournament so far? Uh, um, should we get Golovin just to be able to cap him tomorrow and be like cool, like all the cool players who got him? No. <laughs> um, I, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm 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 not coming up. I mean, I I think going back to Mexico, like Junior. Night crazy oh my fuck God. up Chucky top was Lozano Chucky, was the Chucky June. best thing ever, dude. He was really good. Chikorito is still his normal profligate self. He, he was so up, good, like, though. His build-up no, play. Was, yeah, but like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm good at farting, and then when I shit, I'm like, oh, this is kind of hard. You know, it's like, <laughs> come on, dude. Fucking do something actually on the score sheet. You but know? that it's, was... I was impressed with him, though, because I, I didn't really think he had that in him. He's not really known for that, you know? He's known as just like a poacher, like, blah, 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 but like... He was doing all these one-touch flicks and everything with his back to Hummels, and he was good. No, that's fair. That's fair. He did put in a serious shift. I agree. It was one of the better performances I've ever seen out of him. But yeah, you know, he he did fuck up. I mean, they should have scored a couple more goals. Yeah, they should have probably had at least two. Um, I mean, Ziach I thought was pretty classy. I was pretty happy with him. Yeah, he watching just the Morocco whiffed, game. He just whiffed that one really good chance. Yeah, it just didn't come together for him. But he, I mean, he's kind of like having Ericsson. Like if they do something, he'll he should be in there, and and he looked good. But I don't know. What about you? Did you have anyone in mind? I mean, when you like you said earlier, with like your favorite match or whatever, like Peru still just comes to mind. Like. Cueva was so sexual and creating like so many good chances, and Carrillo, that other guy, was like incredible too. Created a bunch of chances, and I mean, Watford guy. Yeah, it's one of those things where like they didn't actually get that many like clear cut chances or shots on goal, but their build up was like so good and fluid, like as good as really any other team's been in the World Cup. That I don't know, I just found them so. <clears throat> so easy to root for and so easy to like. Maybe we'll get Cokehead Guerrero in there to start next game, but I could see them getting a result against France, honestly. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, they're going to have a light under their ass after that performance. I think they might be like just all out, play with no reservations. I mean, it's yeah, really. I mean, they have to. Yeah. 
They, like, if they losing don't get three points, they like, decreases their chances of going through by so much. Yeah. They need to beat France. And yeah, they have to. The crowd is just chanting, Cueva, Cueva, the Peruvians. Like, let's fucking go. But Actually, also, now, not from a fantasy perspective, fucking William Carvalho on Portugal, mm. he is a fucking unit. Yeah. He's been, I, I feel like he's been so, so good for so long. Impressed. Yeah. So impressed by him. He was like the only player on Portugal who I was like, that's a fucking player, other than Ronaldo. Right. He was just, he's so commanding. He like moves always to the right spot and he's just huge. And he's got that little dirt lip mustache. Yeah. And there are, I feel like they're out of all positions on the pitch, like there are so many good CDM performances. Like Hector yeah. Herrera on Mexico stands out. Even yeah. Barami, even though he's kind of just like a dirty no, bastard. No. No, no. He did so well on Neymar. Like, he fucking frustrated the shit out of Neymar yeah, all he day. he fouled him 13 times. Okay, however you have to do it, I don't care. Yeah, but, but, like, he did it. Yeah, but, like, fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying, there are a lot of good, no, good yeah, CDMs bopping around. And uh, teams are just getting so good at, like, being solid. Like, I don't know. Iran's defense was really good. Iceland, dude. Like, Iceland were so good. Like, their pressing was amazing. Counterattack was good. Defense was solid. Their goalie, I love their goalie. He's so fucking good. Halderson, yeah. Yeah, when is he going to get a transfer? Seems like he's so good all, all the time. But Yeah, but, I mean, Iceland's not a, you know, we knew, we knew how good they were. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, last thing, I guess, like, do you want to talk about our transfer or... Yeah. Um, what do you? What do you? Who do you look at on our team? And you're just like, ugh. I mean, Tagliafico. Honestly, they're, that's the worst defense that we have a person on. that we're representing. Yeah. Yes. Easily. Yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. Easily. By far. Yeah, yeah. We have Uruguay. For those who didn't see, like lineup lambs, we have Varela on Uruguay, Kimmich on Germany, Marcello on Brazil, PK on Spain, and then we have Tagliafico on Argentina. So. Do you want to make a transfer there? Well, that's the other thing I'm looking at is, I mean, Ziyech has Portugal-Spain, not good. Yeah. But, I mean, he's seven. <sighs> the fuck are we going to get? Uh, there's no one I'm like, oh, that's great. He's definitely going to do better, you know? Right, right, right. And then I mean, Meza, also 5-5, five, five, like not doing anything there. Cueva at six, definitely don't see anyone better than him there. I don't want to touch the forwards. I think they're fine. So I just don't know. I, you know, I'm kind of just looking around like what else are we going to so do? So maybe we just look for like a fixture, I guess, maybe of a defender. Like I don't, I don't have anything off the top of my head, but. Well, what do you think? Do you want to spend it there? Or is there somewhere else that you that you're more upset about? Not really. I mean, I, I'd be fine spending it on Ziach, and I'd be fine spending it on Tagliafico. It's just going to be, we got to dig, I guess, post-pod and figure out who. Like, Just as an example, like I don't want to go there really, but let's just say we get the Russian and Egypt lineup and there's no Salah. <laughs> like, You could talk me into just getting a Russian defender for one week clean. Mm-hmm. You know, like That's an upgrade, clearly, a Russian defender versus Egypt versus... Tagliafico versus Croatia, or we could go Mexico. They have Korea and Sweden. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I mean they looked they looked like they could clean their lives away. I, yeah, I their defense is with, good, and their central midfielders are really good. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with company, but Boyata's five, even though he he looked 
Yeah, I, I could live without Vallarta. Yeah, I can as well. Um, but in Mexico, it's like maybe yeah, Hector, Hector, Hector Moreno, any, probably. I don't think Moreno's doable. Yeah, he's Isn't five. He, okay. Yeah. That I like that shot a lot. Yeah, we could go. Yeah. We could go there. I'm not sure what midfielder we would even get if we wanted to get rid of Ziyech with the bad fixtures. That's that's the main thing. Also, just yeah, looking just, at who we could get, and I, even though he has bad fixtures, he's good. He's and, still like the main man. Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't. I mean, we could actually go Golovin. It's not that we, crazy. We, we could also get an Iceland defender. I mean, they have Nigeria, who look like they're not going to score a goal the whole tournament, and then they play Croatia. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. I think. Man, maybe we'll end up just taking hits after we just said it's the dumbest thing ever. No, no, we're we're not taking hits. Yeah, we probably should not do. We're, we're not taking. Any There's hits. really very very few midfielders that are not just terrible picks at the uh, Ziyech price range. I think Golovin is reasonable. I mean, like his stats were out of control. Good. Everyone knew he was the best player on Russia going in, but. Just that performance. I mean, they don't get Saudi Arabia again, but they get Egypt this week. And he's just so the main man. He's on everything. But I don't know. I don't know if it's worth yeah. It. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't mind that either. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Ziyech versus Portugal and Spain, or Golovin for a free cap roll versus Egypt and then Uruguay. Doesn't yeah. seem bad. We just keep Argentina and hope they get it together. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk after the pod and figure it out. But um, we just need to go to sleep tonight, put a little, like, Lewandowski, Lewandowski bobblehead under our pillows and pray. Yep, let's wrap. Oh, wait. There are actual anus slaps, right? I should do those. So it turns out our Patreon's still open, meaning you can still sign up. You just won't get charged. So if you want to see what our Slack is like or whatever... See what the behind-the-scenes episodes are like. You can sign up. You won't get charged because we're not currently charging for our Patreon. And if you hate it, you can just cancel before we start charging again, and you're fine. You you get one up on us. I think these are all the people that have signed up since um, the end of the FPL season. Apologies if I left you off, but we got Christian, spelled awkwardly. I like it, though. We got Brandon Jones, a.k.a. Brandon Clinton Jones. We got Jack Bedell, Gavin Doyle, great friend of the Twitter, Logan Boren, and David Rowe. Thanks so much, everyone, for signing up. And, yeah, let's just wrap. Check us out at FMLPL.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLPL. Thank you.